When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to another episode of Did It Tells All and Happy 2022! It's a new year. I'm doing a happy dance, but you can't see me because this is a podcast. Uh, uh. I'm so, so excited about the new year. And I know that for most people, you know, they get excited about the new year because it's all that whole like new year, new me um, mentality. But that's not why I'm excited. I'm excited for a lot of other reasons than just, you know, that. But um, I'll get into that in a future episode. Initially, I was going to have the first episode of the year just be a solo episode. But if you can't tell from the sound of my voice, I'm a little congested right now. And I figured, you know, 45 minutes of an hour of me sounding like this was probably going to be a little annoying. Um, not just for you guys listening, but like for myself. <laughs> when I have to rec- like uh, play it back to edit, I was like, oh gosh, no, I can't do this. I can't do this. So I am going to record my solo episode later on. And today I'm going to bring you an amazing guest with a very powerful conversation that I'm so excited about. Um, Before we jump into it, though, please, please, please take um, a moment to go rate and review this podcast. If you're a loyal listener and you've never done that for me before, let's can you make that my my new year um, gift, my new year uh, wish? I, I really do want to help grow this platform and my podcast and um, amplify others' voices and have more guests. And when you guys do that, when you rate and you review the podcast, it helps so much. And I know that you've only been able to do it on Apple, but you can now rate podcasts on Spotify as well. So if you go to my podcast page, right under the podcast description, you will see the option to rate the podcast. So if you could do that, Oh, it would mean so much to me. Please, please, please. Um, what else have we got going on? Okay, so in this episode, you're going to find out some news. If you listened to the episode that I was on, um, Wellness for Real with Marlena and Felicia, I, I dropped a little a little news in that episode. Um, but I realized that you know you might have missed it, or maybe you didn't listen to that episode. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you now, this is part of the reason why I wanted to have my first episode of the year be a solo episode, because I wanted to just give you a little heads up before, you know, we talk about what we're going to talk about in here. But one of the things that I am accomplishing this year is that I am taking a leap and I'm going to trust in myself and I'm going to bet on myself And I'm going to be stepping away from the world of education at the end of this school year. Ah! Oh my god, I can't believe I actually said it. Um, 
I don't know, like, I'm just so excited to, like, finally start sharing the news. And, like I said, it's a big leap of faith, and I'm totally betting on myself for this. Um, but now more than ever, that's why it's so important. Your support, you know, oh, it means everything to me. And you guys are the reason why I'm going to be able to do this. So um, I'm going to finish out the school year because, you know, in case you didn't know, we work on contracted like school years. And so I'm going to finish out the school year. So at the end of May, then I'll be done. And um, I'm going to pursue this full time, my passion, um, you know, being a content creator, my podcast and all of the stuff that brings me so much joy. And and I hope that it inspires you in some way to also pursue your dreams if you are still holding back a little bit and I really hope that today's conversation um, also you know lights a fire in you and makes you realize that your dreams um, are within your grasp and that it is totally possible for you to do something that you love. So enough of the raspy theta voice (laughs) we're gonna go ahead and get into it. All right, guys, today's guest is the founder and CEO of She Goes Company, a community with over 33,000 followers on Instagram, and she's the host of the Empower Her podcast, Keisha Fitzgerald. Welcome to the show. Ah, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me, girl. Yeah, no, I'm so excited. Just you are a powerhouse, ma'am. So we are going to dig right into all of that. Uh, so I know I gave a brief interv- uh, interview intro to who you are, but go ahead and tell us more. Tell us your um, who you are, what your passion, all that stuff. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of listeners can probably connect with this where I did the thing that I thought that I should do and then it didn't feel aligned anymore and I freaked out. So that was kind of how I started where I actually, you know, like went to college, got this corporate job, started working my way up the corporate ladder. And because we're often a byproduct of the expectations of our peer group, I just felt like I was weird because I didn't like that path. Like I was like, something's off for me. And like, it just felt internally, um, like it didn't make sense because everything on paper, I actually had really good managers and great career trajectory. And a lot of things that people would say, check, check, check. You did all the things. Mm -hmm. Um, but my gut was just like, something's off. So, uh, I started my entrepreneurial journey in January of 2014, starting a business on the side. My first business was actually network marketing. It ended up turning into something that I ran with full time from there. I moved from the greater Seattle area where I lived um, to living with my now fiance. We moved to New York City and I built my business before and after work. And then that has kind of just taken me down all these twists and turns where I started a podcast, started my own company in January of 2020. And now I'm just like, I'm a life enthusiast who's just trying to be super open and really transparent about the fact that this shit is messy, um, but it's worth it. You know, it's really worth it. So yeah, here we are. No, I totally agree. <laughs> You're speaking to my heart because um, I think I'm kind of right now in the boat where you were. So I'm, you know, I'm working on my dream before work and after work. Yep. Um, you know, I'm like, like right now we're recording. It's 7.06 PM. Like it's after yeah. my work day, you know, and yeah. that's, that's how it's got to be for now. But I know that I'm working towards building that dream. But just like you, I started a trajectory. I, um, I'm in education and, you know, I did the thing. I was a teacher. I moved up. Um, now I'm an instructional specialist and now I teach the teachers. Um, I work in school leadership and 
at one point it fulfilled me and it brought me so much joy and it now it doesn't as much as it used to, you know? Yeah. And I think it's okay to admit it's scary to admit, but it's okay to admit those things. And, and it's okay to take a risk and to pivot towards something that does bring you joy, which is something that I love about your message. Cause everything that you talk about on your socials and on your podcast is how to achieve that, how to empower yourself and step out of that comfort zone and reach towards something more. So I love that about you. Yeah. Thank you so much. I think it's really hard to do though, as you can connect with where a lot of times it's other people are like, well, you should just be happy with what you have. And it's like, I'm not, it's not that I'm not grateful. It's just, I truly believe that every single one of us as unique individuals have a gift of this vision for our life. That's going to constantly evolve as we do. And it's not going to look the same as anybody else's. So it's our job to figure out how to move through all that discomfort that sometimes we want to just like shove it down and be like, no, 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 everything's fine. But it's like, it's not because you're supposed to live a different vision. And for you, I'm so proud of you for going for it because I, I know what it feels like when you're building your dream before and after work. And it feels sometimes like you're pushing a gigantic monster truck tire up a hill and you're like, is this even working? And you're ugly crying and you're just like, oh, like, is it ever going to work out? And it's like, it's such a important topic to talk about being in the process of it. So I love mm -hmm. what your message and everything is about, because I think a lot of people can connect with that. It's yeah. tough. It is. It is. You know, speaking of what the expectations are, um, yeah. like last night where the, was it people choice awards, some award show was on last night. And I kept seeing today on Instagram, uh, the, the person who won, um, he was in an, a, Mar a Marvel movie yeah. and he basically his acceptance speech was like, he went to school, you know, for whatever corporate job and he wanted to be an actor. And it wasn't until he gave himself permission to yep. dream and to follow that dream that he actually achieved it because he was just following the path that, you know, his family and uh, society wanted him to follow. And it's hard to, to step out of that path because people will give you their opinions, whether you want them or not, they're going to tell you what they think you should or should not be doing. And that's also a, a hard part of, following your dreams and pivoting when you want to. Yeah. Did you experience that part? Oh, of course. Oh my gosh. And I think what's really been helpful for me is I kind of just like play it out where none of us know. I mean, we all know this and we think about this, but it's the fragility of life. That's such a powerful fuel motivator for me that I don't want to get to the end of my TBD amount of days here and realize that I literally lived somebody else's life because I lived by their definition of what success was. Because on top of that, that's not fulfilling for me. It's not, uh, you know, the people that could benefit as a byproduct of me chasing my dreams won't benefit from it. But then also I don't want to have resentment towards that person unintentionally mm -hmm. because I literally lived their prescription of what success was. So it's like, it's interesting because I've yet to have someone who's further along in the path that I'm actually on tell mm -hmm. me that I'm crazy for doing this, right? <laughs> Anyone that's further along than you is going to tell you like they're proud of you because they know how hard it is, right? They know how much courage it takes to go for it. So it's like, I'm always... I'll take feedback because I'm curious mm -hmm. and I know that I can learn something from everyone, but mm -hmm. I'm very cautious about how much weight I give that feedback, no matter how close I am with someone, if they're not in the arena, like doing this, then their, their feedback just doesn't get as much weight because they don't know they're only speaking from their own personal experience. So they can have the best of intentions. Maybe it is trying to protect you and keep you safe by saying, Oh, I'm scared for you to go do that because they don't understand the pull that you feel internally. That's like, no, 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 I can't 
settle for this anymore because that no longer feels aligned. I can't ignore this feeling that's telling me to do something else. That way won't work for me. And they don't get it because they're not that, right? So Mm -hmm. I think I like to give people the benefit of the doubt, but at the same time, it's like, it's my job to believe in myself. So I'm gonna have to go get it, right? Yeah, yeah. I think an important part that we should discuss though is that, yeah, I feel like a lot of people say, go after it, quit your job, chase your dream, follow that path. But sometimes you kind of have to hold back a little bit and you have to plan for it, right? Oh my gosh. Like like I told you, I'm still working in education. I still work my eight to four, my nine to five or whatever. And I can't just quit that job and pursue this full time yet. I'm I'm putting the the little stepping stones to be able to do that. So, and I I mentioned this before, this is my last school year in education. And so I've been building up to it so that I could do this. And, you know, you can't always be fully 100% prepared, but what you can control, you should probably try to do that. Yeah. It's so interesting that so many people that are in the entrepreneurial space preach this jump and the net will appear type of thing. And it's like, Mm -hmm. number one, most people are not that comfortable with risk in general, right? I actually happen to be someone who's pretty comfortable with risk, but I still wouldn't do that because the circumstances didn't allow for that. When I was building my first business, I was working full-time at Google. I was working 50 to 60 hours a week and I was building it just like you are before and after work. And I'd find chunks of time on the weekend. And I was responsible for financially supporting myself and my now fiance as he was going to NYU dental school. I I was not going to jump and the net will appear. I had to be really strategic. We were living in downtown New York city. Like I had rent to pay. And I think often this idea is glamorized, like jump and then you'll just figure it out. But it's like, there's a lot of power also in trying it on for size on the side, because Mm -hmm. you then also learn, do you actually like it? Because entrepreneurship is really sexy right now, but some people it's actually not the right fit for them. Maybe just having something on the side is the right fit. So it gives you this freedom to try it out, but it also gives you the opportunity to build confidence, to build up income, to have more stability, like, and also to learn time management because it's really interesting how, and I know you you can connect with this, that however much time you give something is how much time it takes, right? Mm-hmm. We're like, I don't know about you, but if I'm like trying to get ready to go out somewhere and I have 20 minutes, I'm getting ready in 20 minutes. If I've got an hour, maybe I'm getting ready in an hour. I'm going to look exactly the same, no matter what, right? I, I'm not going to like know how to look. I'm not going to contour my face any differently. I don't know how to do that. But we, we get to learn these skills when we have less time to work on our dream that are so transferable, that make us more gritty and resilient and resourceful when we actually do it full time. So I actually Mm -hmm. think it's really advantageous to have that time in between where you get to learn if you actually want it. And then you get to learn those skills that are transferable later. So it's powerful. And I don't know why people don't talk about that more often. Like it doesn't sound as sexy, I guess, of like, I'm building this on the side, but it's like, yes, girl, build it on the side and then get to also have the fulfillment that knows how, like that you know how hard you work to get there rather than jumping and being like, ah, crap, now I'm scrambling and I'm coming from this place of desperation to make mm-hmm. this business work. People can feel that too. They can feel that energy. It feels very different. Yeah. Plus you're building your skill set. Like the very yeah. first few episodes that I ever recorded, I didn't have the same equipment that I do now. Right. I started with just literally my MacBook right here. Yeah. And, and the, the audio wasn't the best quality. Um, I used a lot of ums and ands and pauses because I was nervous and yeah, 
it, it, it was so different. And over time, I've been able to improve, not just how the way that I communicate on the podcast, but just all these little skill sets that have that build upon each other. And when you do this a little bit slowly, I don't want to say too slow, but if you kind of built up to it, then you're able to see the, you're able to fine tune those yeah. things. So when you finally make that leap, you feel more prepared. And like I said, again, there's never going to be a, a, the right time. I think that's the other thing that holds people back is they're waiting for the right time. And mm-hmm. that's, that's not realistic. There's not going to be a right time. I could yeah. sit here and say, I'm going to wait for the right time to quit my job, but there's not going to be one. And so I set these little stones and I've made a path and I have a vision and I have a dream. And yeah. now I feel like I'm ready to do that. But just like you, I have a mortgage to pay. I have a son yeah. to uh, take care of. So yep. yeah, I'm glad that, that you and I are talking about this because I think it's, it's not talked about enough. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because a lot of people struggle with this idea of like imposter syndrome of like, who am I Mm -hmm. to do this? Or am I capable of doing this? But what building it on the side and what having some time to get your footing teaches you is that of course you're not qualified for your big vision yet. Of course, you don't know how to do this full time yet because you've never done it, but you need this space in between as like your qualification period to become the person who can do that thing. And often Mm -hmm. we want, especially because of the culture that we live in, where it's like, we want this like instant gratification culture. We're like, I want to lose that 10 pounds. I want to have a hundred thousand dollars in my bank account. I want to do X, Y, Z, but it's like, Well, if you got it tomorrow, do you have the habits and skills and belief in yourself that you can actually manage it, right? It's why lottery winners lose all of their money. Most of them do like 70% or something like that because they don't have the skills to manage it yet because you think you want it right away. But it's like, once you get there and you've established the habits to build it, then you can sustain it. So it's like anyone that's struggling with like, oh, like, when am I ever going to get there? Like, I feel like it's so far away. And, you know, labeling that space from where you are now and where you want to go, like labeling that space is just like overwhelming and daunting and so big. It's like, hold up. How is that actually serving you? Because then when you get there, you're going to be able to look back at the path that you took and you're like, damn, I earned this and I'm built for this. I know it now because of that path you know? Right. Yeah. There's something so powerful about looking back and saying, I did that. I earned it. Yeah. I worked for it. I built it. And yeah. I love that feeling. <laughs> yeah. It's the best. And you don't want to rob yourself of that feeling by just getting it handed to you. Like nobody is like bragging about things that were handed to them on a silver platter. Like, Oh, I had the easiest workout this morning. It's like, nobody's saying that you want to like no. <laughs> feel fulfilled by the hard, right? Yeah. <laughs> Plus I think I think as, as adults, it's a little bit harder to grasp the idea of starting or starting over Yeah. because when you're younger, you know, it's expected of you to, to grow and learn and build and go to school and go to college and start your career. But once you're older, I think the expectation is that you should already be settled and already know the trajectory of your life. And the reality is that that's not the same for everyone. There are people who change careers multiple times throughout their lifetime yeah. and it's okay to do that. Mm-hmm. And it's hard too, because I don't know if you can connect with this, but I felt this a lot when I left the first business that I built to start something else on my own, where it's almost like I thought because I had already been in that space that it would be easier for me to start something new. And there was definitely skills that were transferable from starting my own company versus building a different type of business prior. But 
we often get caught up in comparing ourselves to a prior version of ourselves Mm -hmm. when the circumstances were different, right? Like, of course I was better at the thing that I did previously because I had years to build that. But when I started something new, even already being in the entrepreneurial space, it's, I still had to start back at the bottom again and work my way up. And it can be tough because we know not to compare ourselves to other people, which is still challenging to do, but it's also like reminding yourself that don't compare yourself in this season to a different season or compare yourself in this role for even anyone listening into this, that's switching corporate jobs. It's like, yeah, maybe you were a manager at a different company and now you're Mm -hmm. brand new and you're trying to learn the team and you're trying to learn the culture. And it's like, of course, you're going to suck a little bit at the beginning. You never get to skip that stage and being cautious of not wishing that you were better because you were previously better in a different situation or circumstances is has been so helpful for me. I was like, oh, wait, I don't get to skip this beginning stage either. Like I never get to skip it. Okay, fine. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I think I'm addicted to that feeling that a feeling of uh, starting at the bottom and climbing my way up. It might be an actual thing. Something that people are addicted to. Um, It is. It's, it's, it's super fulfilling because it does for, you know, you're saying like, I love the feeling of like looking back and seeing how far you've come. It's like, Mm -hmm. you just get to climb another mountain then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Maybe that's why uh, these like extreme uh, mountain climbers like it too. They like, you know, it's that feeling of like, holy shit, I just climbed all of that. I couldn't yeah. do that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not that outdoorsy. I like hiking, but I don't think I could be a mountain climber. <laughs> um, tell us about uh, She Goes, because a lot of the stuff that we just kind of talked about, that's kind of what yeah. you do. You kind of help um, women navigate that space. Yeah, yeah. So what happened is I started a podcast first. And I think this is like an important for anyone that's in the entrepreneurial space, listening into this, what I didn't know what I wanted to do next. So, you know, that like feeling when you're like, I know I have something, but I don't actually know what it is. And I need clarity. I was like, okay, I'm going to start a podcast and then I'm going to build a community around that podcast. I'm going to kind of pull back the curtain and bring people along and have it feel like it's like this come with me type environment. And then my idea was, I'll figure out what that community wants for me. I'm just going to create the community and then I'll figure out what they want. So fast forward, I was, you know, consistently podcasting for a year and I decided to then start my company. She goes in January of 2020, it was supposed to be a live events company curveball. We had our first live event yeah, coming in March and it was such a fun season because it took a totally different direction. And what ended up happening is I, developed a membership community and an online membership community. And then from there, so many women were coming to me and they're like, Keisha, like, I want to start a podcast. You started a podcast. How'd you grow and power her the way that you did? Yada, yada, yada. So I started a podcast course because that's what they wanted. Right. And Mm -hmm. then after a lot of people, like hundreds of women started started podcasts through our company. A lot of them were like, I want to monetize my podcast. Can you help me do that? So I started a course on a monetized podcast. Right. And then a lot of people were like, I'm building a side business. How can I fit this into my life? I need to learn principles of building an online business. So we're creating something for that. So the point I'm trying to make is essentially, sometimes we worry about what that next thing is, but what's worked really well for me in business is just adding value, taking people along for the ride, being really transparent, saying like, come with me, let's figure this out together. And then asking for what people want and then just literally creating what they tell me they want. And that's literally what She Goes Company has been about. So we have podcasting courses and then we've got a membership for women that build side businesses. And now finally, 
get to start doing events. So yeah, yeah that's so I exciting. I think I heard, I, I was listening to your podcast and I think you yeah. mentioned that you're going to do like once a month, you're going to go to a different city and you're going to do like little events. And that's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to do little podcast community meetups and stuff. Cause I just think there's so much power in women being together in community. Mm-hmm. So that's what I want. Everything in she goes is step-by-step simple tools, community, and a focus on just making it really fun because the outcome's never guaranteed. So I'm all about making the process more enjoyable. Yeah. I love that. You also posted recently that you uh, had created a program that you were going to launch and then you had to step back and reevaluate and hold off. Tell us about that. Yeah. I think alignment is so important as an entrepreneur, but honestly, just in life to feel really fulfilled and I've learned the lesson very recently that just because you can do something doesn't mean that you should. Mm -hmm. And I, um, because of the community that I built around the podcast, I can launch things that I know are tried and true can work, but what that doesn't give you, if you're constantly in go mode, it doesn't give you the creative space to stop and say, is this actually getting me closer to where I want to be in a year in two years? Or is this actually just taking my time and kind of like putting it on hold and getting me further away from it? So Mm -hmm. I actually canceled the program that would have been a lot of income to the company and decided that I needed to give myself some space and really think about like, who is it that I actually want to serve and what do I want to create for those people? And that's tricky because it's easy to take the the win that's like guaranteed versus picking something that it's like, I don't know how this is going to turn out, but any time that I'm following my gut and just like honoring that uncomfortable feeling, that's like, uh, something's off and making changes and tweaks. It's worked for me up to this point. So I'm just going to mm-hmm. keep doing that. And that's honestly, it's, it takes a lot of courage to do that, but also it's like, it's the game of it, right? It's mm-hmm. like kind of like what we were talking about. It's like climbing the mountain. It's like, I like the game of life and I yes. like the game of entrepreneurship where I'm like, whoop, detour, pivot, road turn, <laughs> like, like, you know, whatever. Like, we're just going to figure it out. And um, I'm just buckled up for the whole ride. So I've had a lot of failures. I've had a lot of things that didn't work out, but honestly, it's just, it's all feedback, right? It's all yeah. part of it, which I love. Yeah. You know, in education, we, we use the term fail forward a lot. Yeah. Um, to encourage kids to, to try new things and, and branch out. But in teaching kids about this, like this growth mindset and failing forward, I think I was kind of like coaching myself and that's how I was able to, you know, do all the things that I do now. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it, it there are lots of parallels because I do think it's, we're socialized to be embarrassed by failure, but it's like, if you have a different perspective on it, where it's like, it's actually part of the path because I need to get feedback and because grit and resilience and resourcefulness, like that's not built when it's rainbows, butterflies, and happy little unicorns coming out of your butt and everything's going well. You don't learn anything when it's all smooth sailing. So it's almost like you're sometimes, even for me, where I'm trying to switch things up literally because I need to grow because I want to create something that that could be even more valuable. If it's just cruising and like, woo, slam dunk all the time, not, it's not fun to watch. I'm not going to buy a book from someone that like everything is just like smooth sailing, but also I just feel like you don't give yourself that opportunity to grow and create something even better. If you don't stop and say, is this actually in alignment? Is Mm -hmm. this me really giving it my full effort? Is this me showing up really authentically and just asking those important questions? Cause like those good questions give you really good answers too. Yeah. Right. I think where I was going with that is that you have to practice 
and to trust yourself because it's going to be hard to trust yourself to trust your instinct trust your intuition um the first few times but when you start trusting yourself and giving into those intuitions you it's going to go one of two ways okay it's either you're going to succeed marvelously and you're going to want more of that or you're going to fail but in that failure there's going to be a lesson which will then lead to success again later down the line so i think Mm -hmm. that taking that step and practicing and trusting yourself and your gut is another excellent way to continue to follow your dream or pivot and follow the trajectory of the life that you want to live. Yeah. And it's, it's so interesting because I think that entrepreneurship in general is such a confidence building opportunity where it's like confidence is just keeping a promise yourself. That's how you build it. Right. Like we know that those Mm -hmm. tiny little things, the little deposits into our confidence bucket for sake of an analogy that it's like, every single time that you can just show up and do the thing that you said that you're going to do, it's like, you're building up that confidence and that belief in yourself. But if you're not giving yourself an opportunity to have anything to work towards, then you're missing the opportunity to also build up the confidence, which can serve you in every single aspect of your life. So I Mm -hmm. love, um, I love that perception on it that you just shared. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, can we talk about your personal life for a second? Duh, you, we can talk about anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're engaged. Um, I am. And uh, tell us about whatever you can tell us about your upcoming wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my fiance and I have been together for almost 13 years, like, whoo, since we were babies. We met in college at a house party. I was drinking vodka out of the bottle, dancing on a table when I was 19. Okay. Woo! That's <laughs> how it all started. Um, we have lived in a lot of different places together and um, built businesses. He actually was a dentist, left full-time dentistry to jump into the real estate investment space. So he's making some big leaps. And now we're both kind of this entrepreneurship space together, which is really fun and challenging and, and exciting, you know? Um, but we're getting married in April here in Austin, Texas, where we live. And it's going to be an amazing time because it's just, it's a long time coming. We've been, you know, in so many of our friends' weddings, our family has been like, when is this happening for, you know, (laughs) since, you know, for at least the last like 10 years. So everybody's really excited about it. And, um, then my plan is for us to take both to take off like three weeks and kind of take the month of April off and figure out how to make that work. Um, which is a gift from little me that started this business, you know, back in 2014, that was like, maybe one day it'll be something where I could do something like this. And now I get to get to be in this place now. So super excited about all things wedding. And, and one thing that I've noticed for anyone that's planning a wedding or planning some type of an event or is in the entrepreneurship space, be careful of projection because so many people like to project their idea of what the process should be like on you. People like to like, okay, she's like, are you, it's coming up in four months. Are you stressed? Are you worried about this? I'm like, no, (laughs) like, are you, are you like, are you worried about this and this and this? And like, what, what happens with the pandemic? Like all this stuff. I'm like, I'm not worried about it. Like, don't, don't try and give me your agenda of what I should be feeling. Like, I feel great. It'll work out the way it works out. So, uh, that for the wedding, that for entrepreneurship, that for life in general, it's just like, no, we get to decide if it is an ordeal or an adventure and everything's an adventure in my book. So. You know, I love that you mentioned that because now that I've started telling people that, that this is, I've got five months left in my job. Okay. I'm riding, I'm riding that wave right now. I'm so excited. But as I start telling people that, you know, it's my last five months, they start projecting. They're like, well, what do you do? What do you like? What if you don't make enough money or what if you can't cover your mortgage or like, what if you don't have health insurance or what if you blah, blah, blah. It's just like, 
Yeah. Chill out, chill out. Let yeah. me enjoy it. Let me enjoy the process. I trust me, whatever it is that you're telling me, it already went through my head. I already thought about it. I already processed it. So mm-hmm. quit trying to like bring me down, man. <laughs> it's so true. And it, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. It's because their perception of what it should be but, is based yep. off of their own frame of reference. Like everyone that's telling me, are you stressed about their wedding? It's because they were stressed about their own wedding. I'm like, no, I'm not going to choose to have that experience (laughs) just because you did. In fact, I actually go back to, and I think you're in a beautiful situation to do this too, because you're so open about your journey of being like, I'm leaving in a few months. This is, these are the emotions that are going to come up as it gets closer. You're probably going to be like, oh, like you're going to feel I know, I know. more than you do. And because you're so open, it's like, I just truly believe that every single person, their experience in life is a testimony of what's possible for other people. So I love that. I can say I'm in a 13 year relationship and we're not married yet. And I'm not worried about it. Right. And I'm in my thirties and I don't have kids yet. And I'm not, I'm not freaking out about it. Right. And I'm Mm X, Y, Z, or for you, I'm leaving teaching, which is secure. And yes, I'm in the top of my game right now. And I'm choosing to leave anyway. And I'm not, it's not that you're not worried about it. Cause of course there's going to be thoughts that come through your head, but you just believe in your ability to figure it out. And people Mm -hmm. need to see living, breathing proof and like testimonies of what's possible for them because it's not the norm that someone's going to say, I'm going to leave teaching and I've got a mortgage and I've got a son and I'm going to do this because I believe in myself. It's like, gosh, go be unapologetic about that everywhere, which I know you are. And I love Mm -hmm. that. Um, and I just think it's like, that's the gifts that we're given is the perspective that we have. And other people can learn a lot from that. They just haven't seen it enough to normalize it. Right. And I think there's, I think that's why it's awesome that there's people like you, people like me who are open about it and who are sharing this with whoever is willing to come along for the ride and, and be part of the process, because we want other people to see that it's possible that they too can follow. They too, they too can pivot and and find a new dream and you're never too old or it's never too late to do that. And that's one of the messages that I, I love to share, not just like entrepreneurial, but just like, even like in weight loss or even in uh, relationships, it's never too late. Yeah. And someone doing something brave is it could be getting out of a relationship. It could be getting back out there after something. It could be leaving a career path. that's not aligned. It also could be quitting the business that they started to go back to the corporate world. Like it's like, whatever that is for you, it's like, gosh, girl, go get it because you Mm -hmm. literally have one shot here. And Mm -hmm. I, I think because, um, without being too like heavy about this, um, death is on my mind a lot because my fiance lost his dad about four months ago and I've lost two friends at age 30. So the, the unexpected nature of life just makes me think so much about the fact that like, we really don't know how much time we have. So why would we ever waste any of our days wishing that we were further along than where we are right now and savoring the stage that we're in? Cause this is guaranteed is right now. You're not guaranteed five months from now, but you are guaranteed this process leading up to that, right? Just like mm-hmm. I'm guaranteed this process leading up to our wedding. Of course, we're going to get married and I'm excited about mm-hmm. it. And it's going to be epic, but like why rob myself of the joy in the process and why say next month, next year, next, whenever, because you just don't know if it's going to come. So if there's something tugging at your heartstrings, start it now. Like what yeah. the hell are you waiting for? Like right. a, the perfect, like your, to your point, the perfect time to fall in your lap, it's never going to happen. You no. know, even on this side, you get so much fulfillment from doing it because it doesn't have to be your full-time thing. You can just get so much joy from starting your blog, starting your podcast, whatever it is. So I love yeah. this. Well, I and that's how this. this- 
Yeah. Well, yeah. this is how this started. This started as a hobby. Like I, yeah. when I started, I used to tell them, oh, it's my passion project. It's my hobby. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but now it's going to be like my full-time career because I yeah. love it. And I, and it just, it just, the pieces fell that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm proud of you for doing it. Cause you're also showing other podcasters what's possible. Cause there's a, there's yeah. a woman that's listening into this right now. She's cruising into work on her commute and she has an idea to start a podcast. And she has, yeah. she's like, I'm not, I'm telling myself I'm not going to do it because I'm scared what everybody's going to think about mm-hmm. me. Or I'm scared that, that nobody's going to listen in, or I'm scared that people are going to listen in because we're all, we're or that people are going to laugh at me. Cause I hear that a yeah. lot. Like my family, my family's going to laugh at me. I was like, so <laughs> let them is, like, is your, is your family living the life that you want to be living? There probably not. Right. If yeah. they're laughing yep. at you, cause you're probably not going to be laughing at other people. So yeah, I yeah, hear you. Yeah. That. It's funny because I see all those like um like reels and TikToks about like people saying like their their biggest supporters are not their friends and family. Have you seen those kinds of TikToks and, and reels? I I haven't. You haven't? But yeah, it's like a lot of people are like, hey, like I have a small business or I do this or I do that. And you would think that my biggest supporters would be my friends and my family, but oftentimes it's not. Oftentimes it's the strangers. Yeah. And I think part of the reason that happens is because I don't want to say like jealousy, but I think it's because the people closest to you are, I don't even know how to put it into words. I don't think that they're jealous. It's just that they don't believe that it's possible for them. So they hesitate to believe that it's possible for you. And Mm -hmm. they just kind of just like stand back and watch. But then when you succeed, right. And then when you're, you're um, big or whatever, that's when they start coming into your life because they're like, Oh, I knew you when you were no one. Um, And I think that's an unfortunate part, an unfortunate part of entrepreneurship or just you know seeking something greater um and and there's always going to be those little pieces that I don't say are negative but that where everyone's going to have to deal with and they're not the happiest of pieces um it's not always going to be a joyful ride but you just kind of have to roll with the punches and just accept things for what they are and you can't control other people and their emotions and their feelings um but you can control the way that you perceive yourself in the way that you move forward in your life. So, um, yeah. don't, don't listen to the naysayers. Don't listen to the negative, you know, believe in yourself, trust in yourself enough to keep going. Yeah. And like, you're always going to have problems, right? Like you can't escape problems. Always. So it's yep. kind of just like pick which problems you want more. Do you want the problems of staying in what, you know, knowing that you're meant to do something more just so that other people can feel okay about you who are living lives mm-hmm. that you don't even want to actually be living or do you want the problem of pushing outside of that comfort zone, chasing your dreams, having some people not understand you, but then knowing that you're actually living a life in alignment and living your purpose, mm-hmm. which problem do you want more? Right. Cause like yeah. one of the, either way you have a problem. It's just like, I just want problems that I want more. Right. <laughs> right? All, of, all of these points that we're making right now, like I've made them before in the, in the weight loss space, in the weight loss community, like yeah. there's never going to be a right time for you to start a fitness journey or yeah. like, don't wait until you lose weight to start doing X, Y, Z, like start now. Don't wait until you think you're the right size to do yeah. something. Um, and then again, don't try to cheat yourself. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the process of it because that that's where you learn and where you grow the most by experiencing all of those little things. Yeah. Yeah. So true. I love that. Um, you're doing 75 hard. How's that going? Woo. Day 10. I'm just, okay. Just tell everyone all the water. Tell everyone a recap of what 75 hard is. It's a mental toughness and 
a lot of physical challenge. Basically, it was created by this guy named Andy Frazella, where you do two 45-minute workouts a day. One has to be outside. They're three hours apart. You drink a gallon of water. You physically read 10 pages a day. You have to follow a meal plan, and you can't have any alcohol. Um, for 75 consecutive days, if you don't do one of those tasks, then you have to start over at day one. Um, so it's pretty intense, but... <laughs> <laughs> we are, you know, we're getting, we're about to get married and we're also just came out of a really tough season, uh, where we've got a lot that we're juggling right now. Both my fiance and I are doing it together and, um, just like it's, it's helping with like mental clarity, having a lot of structure to your day and just making things like very black and white. It's actually been really helpful. I've never done anything this intense before in terms of an actual longevity of a program like that. I've done mm -hmm. some intense, like physical things, like 29029, which is like equivalent of hiking Mount Everest, like stuff like that, but mm -hmm. never something for this long and never during the holiday season. So yeah, it's, um, <laughs> it's going to be a unique challenge, but I'm excited because it's going to also be, cause it is so challenging. I'm like, I know that on day 75, I'm like, whoa, look at what, <laughs> if I could do that, I could do anything. Let's go. Like I can take on the world. So, <laughs> so is that day 75 going to occur before your wedding? Yeah. Oh yeah. Before my okay. bachelorette party, okay. my bachelorette okay. party is in Vegas. I'm going to get weird there. Woo, Vegas. So, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> like 20, 20 girls in Vegas. And half of them, the last time that we went, we half of the group that's going, we all went for our 21st birthday, which was 11, 12 years ago. Yeah. And so now a lot of them are moms and they're like, Woo! like moms got wild. <laughs> so like, I think it's going to be, a, it's going to be good. I'm excited. <laughs> that's so fun. But yeah, no, when I heard you were doing it, I was like, during the holidays, you are brave girl. Yeah. You are brave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've always said I'm going to do it. And I just haven't gotten around to it, but I do, I do want to just try it just to see again, again, it's another challenge that I want to tackle just to see like how, if I can do it or how challenging it is and how mm -hmm. I adapt to the, to the, to the toughness of it. So I think that's really cool that you're doing it. Um, I'm Thank excited you. to, to, to see you finish that Follow up. I know, I know you're going to finish it up. Oh, I'm going to. Cause and it's also like, you know, when you just start talking about things more, it's like, I've got so much skin in the game. I'm like talking about on the podcast, talking about on social. I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to be the person who doesn't follow through. Cause then I'm gonna have to explain it to everyone. It's like, I'm constantly trying to like put my goals out there. So I have to talk about them more. Yes. Um, yes. So, I'm a helpful. big believer in that though, in manifesting yeah. it, not just manifesting, but also sharing it with other people because yeah. it helps you hold it accountable. I know that some people are like work in silence and don't share your goals and whatever, if that's your prerogative, if that's what you want to do and that works for you, then you do that. But for me, I feel like if I say it out loud and I let other people in and let them know that this is what my goal is and this is what my plan is, it holds me accountable better. So mm -hmm. just like, Thank you. I love that you're sharing that with everyone. Yeah. And it, it also gives you this like rootability because people are along for the ride with you. And, mm -hmm. and I think a lot of social media is people sharing when they get there, right? Where it's yes. like, this is my house that I bought, but you don't get to hear about the process of them like saving up for that house. Or this is my, these are my abs after X, Y, Z and look how tight my butt is, but you don't hear about all the struggles along the way. Or like, this is, this is my business and I made this amount. And it's like, gosh, there's enough carefully curated celebrating the big milestones. Like I want to be along for someone's journey where they're like, yeah. I want to give up, but I'm still going to go. And I'm like, yes, girl. Cause then when yeah. I get there, I feel like I'm in it. And then I'm like emotional about it too. And that's just, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, no, it's about celebrating the process. Obviously you want to celebrate the end goal, but celebrating yeah. the process too. Um, sure. and then the next big thing that's coming up for you is you're moving to Denver, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm a big 
fan on normalizing the idea that you can change your mind. <laughs> so me too, I'm, me too. I'm from the greater Seattle area. We lived, my fiance and I lived in New York for four years. We lived in San Diego for two. We've been in Austin for a year and a half. And after we get married, we decided we're ready to like, we think put down some roots and we're moving to Denver. Um, we want to be like a ski family. We're thinking about like, when we want to start having kids pretty soon here, like it'd be nice to be in a really sunny city. It's also a little bit closer to our family, which is up in Seattle. Uh, then Texas is like in the middle, but it's also like pretty Austin is pretty South. deep. <laughs> we are deep down away yes. from Seattle. So yeah. we're road tripping up there for the holidays Woo. this year. Uh, with our dog. Uh, you can do it if you're like busting your butt in like four days. Uh, but we're actually making it kind of like a, we're stopping in Scottsdale and like doing a couple of things, stopping on the way That's up. That's the right way to do it, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's a lot, but it is a long way. Like Texas is yeah. a big ass state. I'm like, we're still in Yeah, Texas. it's going to take you like a day or two to get out just out of Texas. <laughs> Literally. It's 10 hours. Yeah. We're, we're going, let's see, west. And it's like <laughs> 10 hours to New Mexico. I'm like, yeah. Ooh. Here we go. I know. I know. Cause I'm in Houston and yeah. I drove from Houston to Los Angeles and that was, it took forever. I felt like half the trip was just driving through Texas alone. <laughs> literally, literally. It's like, we're still yeah. in Texas. And, and there's also like nothing for a while too. So I'm like, we have to pack snacks. Yeah. We got to pack water. And especially with 75 day hard, I'm like, we got to bring gallons of water in the back of the car. So yeah. here we are. We're be peeing all the time. Though. <laughs> yeah, we're pumped about it. It'll be fun. Fun little adventure. Yeah. yeah. Well, is there anything else on your heart or on your mind that you want to uh, share or talk about? I just, I guess I just really want people to understand that like, if you have a vision on your heart for whatever it is in your life, right? Like it doesn't matter if it's a business or if it's a, if it's a health goal, it's, if, if it's something that's like on your heart, it's because you're supposed to be the person to make that happen. And you don't have to know how the, how is so much less important than why you actually care about it. And just believing that if you start taking action, you're going to get more clarity and you mm. can just build up that belief in yourself. And then understand that as you start making moves in the right direction, that direction is so much more important than speed because you start to build up confidence and then you start to cast this bigger vision of how far you could go or how good it could get. And it's just like, it's a beautiful journey. Um, but it's, it's tough to take that first step. So if you're in that season right now of wanting to take that first step, what's been so helpful for me in everything that I'm starting new is I'm like, okay, what can I do in the next 24 hours to just get that first like dopamine hit of taking action? You know, like mm -hmm. maybe you want to run the marathon, but you can't majority of people can't probably run a full marathon tomorrow. If you can't get, get it, girl, more power like, to you, <laughs> more power to you. But, but most people, if that is a goal in your heart, it's like, okay, sign up for the marathon and then you're making steps in the right direction, right? Maybe you mm -hmm. don't have the business idea yet, or you, you don't know what your podcast is going to be about, but like sign up for the course or buy the mic or do whatever, do the thing to just get mm -hmm. that hit of momentum. And the clarity comes through that action. So I just, I think a lot of people are in this season where they're simmering on stuff, you know, especially this time of year, you start really simmering on like, what do I want my life to look like? And more importantly, what do I want it to feel like? And yeah. I just want to remind people like they can do it. Like, you know, that like they, they know it, but it's like, you got to just like get that first step and, and then it all, all keeps going from there. So yeah, I, I think, I'm so happy about, I this think COVID. Yeah, no, me too. I think COVID was, um, it gave people a lot of clarity about yeah. what they want out of their lives. And yeah. I, like we've seen, I, I've heard of so many people saying, 
I don't like where I am. I want to be here instead. And so I'm, I'm just ripping off the bandaid and I'm going for it. And I think, you know, we talk about all the negative side effects or, um, things that have happened after COVID, but I think this is one of those positive ones where it's really helped give people some clarity about what they want out of their lives. So, um, yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And, um, Uh, you know, Keisha's got her um, course and go check out uh, She Goes Company, go check out her podcast, Empower Her. And let's all follow along with her journey um, of her wedding and moving and doing 75 Mm -hmm. Hard and all the awesome cool things that she is doing. Do you want to plug your website and your um, handles? You're so awesome. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate (laughs) you. Yeah. Um, my favorite social media platform is Instagram. You can come find me at Keisha, K-A-C-I-A dot Fitzgerald. Um, my website, just KeishaFitzgerald.com. But yeah, if you're interested in launching a podcast, I've got a course for that. If you've got a side business, I can talk to you about all the things. Um, but my favorite platform is podcasting. Like I love podcasting. Power Her is a Monday, Thursday podcast. We've been at it for three years now, and I'm obsessed with the community around the podcast <laughs> and um, so I'm rooting for you and your thank journey. You. I'm so happy we're connected. And thank you again for having me, girl. Of course. Thank you for coming on. All right, guys. See you next week. <laughs>